0: Hi, it's Wes Johnson. And John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done.
1: The scene and I started watching Mindhunter on Netflix.
0: Mm.
1: And it is, it is captivating. Like, I am all in on this show. Um... There are certain aspects of it that annoy the shit out of me, but like overall, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. Like it's been it's been a good ride. It's fun. Like it's well as as much as a show about serial killers can be. (laughs) It's filmed in Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. Like that's what I like. When I posted that I was that I was I had started watching it. That was the first thing Andy had said. Andy was like, "Yeah, I auditioned to be on this show," and I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize it was filmed in in your area."
2: Yeah, there's some lady who came in when I was working uh, in the branch in a bank.
1: That's right. You were Uh, talking about that. Yeah.
2: And she just kind of came in. She's like, hey, we're like looking for people in this area because we're filming up the street and we just need people to be like extras. Like, yeah, probably just people like standing in a crowd or something like that. Or like, it's going to be on a show. It's going to be on Netflix. And we're probably thinking like, okay, lady, like what's what's the game you're playing? Because like people always have their like hair already standing on edge when you work in a branch because The amount of people that come in with some kind of story trying to get money from people or whatever, like it happens often. And it's mostly with old people. But uh, I mean, it comes in all different varieties. So naturally, you're thinking like, yeah, you're filming a show for Netflix. Get out of here. Like, leave this bank now. Um, Yeah
1: but never return
2: but she's but on her way out she's like well you know what uh, yeah i get it you guys are at work and everything but you know hey watch out for the show it's called mind hunter it'll be out on netflix next year and I'm, we're like okay all right have a good one and then i'm like oh mind hunter and then, like fast forward a year later that that lady was she was on the up and up okay
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> she wasn't in fact lying to me hooray yeah
2: she was the one
1: That's I mean, they don't film nothing around here except for like, you know, things about like the Civil War, because, you know, that's all that happened and (laughs) that happened in the opening scene
2: to Captain America Winter Soldier.
1: (laughs) There's that, too. Before we get started, I'm sure Yuli hasn't watched it because, you know, Yuli's slow at watching television.
2: Well, Yoli's got a lot going on. I mean, he let's does, be honest. Yeah, he's a not a faceted individual. And I'm not. Not I'm, every show makes his priority. His priority list a little different than ours, I'd say.
1: I'm not taking a shot at him. I mean, maybe a little bit, but yeah. he, he's busy. He's making commercials for pizza places and all sorts of other shit. So
2: he's a busy pizza guy. Pizza chain.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, pizza the Hut.
2: <laughs> uh, my favorite of the Hut's. <laughs> That's but, another um, one. I'm like, i gotta dig that one out i haven't watched that one at all but anyway I've, back to mind hunter space space balls it says
1: mc brooks is unavailable what the hell is he doing
2: oh he has a girlfriend
1: <laughs> it says you are unavailable i thought you were saving yourself for me now i'm not going to type that
2: <laughs> oh skype says it's complicated so what's uh, going oh, on with these two
1: oh. What is going on here with That's this? how
2: out of touch I am with the world and, yeah. and social media is it's complicated, even still a thing. Or did I just date myself saying that?
1: I don't know. I don't even know. I, I don't. I'm old, too. Um,
2: <laughs> I haven't needed to update a relationship status in quite some time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. I mean, I. I was I'm trying to think of like how to contextualize this. I was reading it was like a link on Facebook. You're not on Facebook enough really to to maybe see this. Maybe you do. I don't know. But like it's one of those stories where it's like, oh, you've got to watch this as this person live tweets this thing that's happening. Right. And what it is, is this guy is tweeting the the drama that's happening between his one of his best friends and his and his and the best friend's wife. And what it is, is he left his Bovada account, like, you know, online gambling account, up on his laptop at home and forgot to close it. Well, the problem is, is he had promised his wife that he wasn't going to be gambling anymore. And, And the shitstorm that comes from this, it was just it was just absolutely hilarious because... What was hilarious about it was not so much like that, you know, this guy's marriage was dissolving, which I guess in a in a dark gallows humor sort of way was pretty funny. But what was really amusing about it was just the way that this guy kind of reacted. Right. So they're at Applebee's. First off, I mean, the bastion of all great things, you know, culinary and and such. All the only, only good decisions happen at Applebee's. So this guy is drinking heavily and his wife is texting him and they're having this conversation oh and then apparently he's on the phone with the wife as well too right so so as he's like as all of this stuff is happening and unraveling apparently the wife is like is very strictly religious like southern baptist and her father is a southern baptist preacher and the father-in-law comes over to the house and is waiting for him to return, waiting for the husband to return. And the guys, mind you, he's tweeting this about his friend the whole time. He's like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And like he, he's basically saying that like the wife had had known that he's been a gambler for a long time because the $13,000 engagement ring that she had on her finger was in fact bought with gamble, gambling money. So it's not like this is some mystery. So sure. So then, like, all of his friends, his, like, crew of friends, right, they all assemble to kind of keep this guy out of trouble. Because he's like, I'm going home. It's my house. And they're like, don't go home. Ever. Like, just don't go home because he's drunk. So it's only gonna make it worse, right? So they end up taking him over to the to another friend's house and he's fighting all the other friends, right? One of the guys is like a division three uh linebacker. So like he's fighting this guy, of course, because you know he doesn't pick the fight with the smaller guy. And the division three linebacker like knocks him the fuck out, like punches him in the face, like breaks his nose. The guy's puking all over the carpet, he's getting blood all over the place, and like all of this is happening. I'm just reading this and I'm like all I can think of is it's supposed to be this hilarious story, right? People are supposed to read this and they be like, oh, ha, 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 this poor bastard. I'm reading this and, and all I can think of is, my God, am I glad that I'm married in a normal, stable relationship and I don't do any crazy shit like this. That's all I can think is like, I can't believe people do this sort of thing and they just laugh it off. They're just like, oh, ha ha. He was so drunk that he fought somebody, broke his nose and uh, now is getting a divorce. Oh, this guy. It's like this guy needs help. Like He doesn't need like, he doesn't need us to laugh at his antics. This is fucking ridiculous. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was just like, that. that's all I could think of when I was reading. This was just like how insane this is. Like
2: it's um, sometimes you come across those things that I like to call life perspective moments and you, you, you get, in the rigmarole and the routine of your day going to work yeah taking out the trash blah 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 blah, and you're thinking like oh i just wish there was something else going on or whatever and then like you hear stories like that and you go god i just love my life i'm just so happy that i don't have to <laughs> deal with this crap and, and you're like i love my boring job i you know what honey i'm gonna take the trash out let me take care of this i'm very excited to do this because yeah. it's not you throwing me out for insane gambling problems and exactly. all kinds of stuff. So, you I mean, know, yeah, sometimes you run into life perspective stories and that, that help.
0: The yeah. only thing that's worse is when the story is somebody that you know personally. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, oh. And so especially somebody is relating this. Or, heaven forbid, the person who is the principal in the story is relating this thing to you. You know? It's like, and so then... <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy knocked me out and broke my nose. That's that's actually a a wonderful
2: point. I mean, if it you're reading it on Facebook and it's a friend of a friend of a friend, and it's some like jamuk out in in Utah or something that they know, and you're like, wow, I'm really glad that you know it helps me put perspective on my life. But then, yeah, like you say, it's like your best friend, and you're like, geez, she uh, she did that. Wow, and and and, you know, you you're thinking about them then instead of like it's just some nameless, faceless person, and makes you feel better about yourself.
0: Well, the other the other part of it being some nameless, faceless person is, especially when there's some something like that you're reading on social media. I, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. I mean, there's a part yeah. of me that's wondering if this even really happened. You know, I mean, it's it could it's be sensationalized it for the be. sake of putting this thing out. I mean, maybe not because God knows truth is stranger than fiction, and yeah. so hey, it's it certainly uh, the 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 high the possibility, even the high likelihood that all of this stuff is real. But, you know, somebody you know relating a story or, uh, again, heaven forbid, if you are actually there (laughs) to see this thing unfold. I mean, uh, and, um, you know, I mean, I've seen it both ways. I mean, stuff where everybody is laughing at, uh, you know, someone's misfortune and uh, also where people are very taken aback and don't really know how to respond because of you know the way this thing is unfolding and it's a total clusterfuck and you're like ah damn you know it's yeah oh look at the time gee you know i mean so
1: i'm i'm gonna do this really sweet segue here where i tie this into something that relates to ggr so in hearing about all these people and their breakdowns and their and they're just like what i would call you know almost like weakness of spirit I've been watching on uh, Netflix uh, another show that and I I just finished it. And after I finished it, that's when Sandy and I started watching Mindhunter was Turn Washington Spies, which I finished all four seasons. Fantastic, especially if you're a history nerd like I am. It is it is wonderful. And one of the reasons I I tie this in, here's how I tie it in. Um, One of my heroes growing up uh, was George Washington. Because growing up in the Northern Virginia area, it's impossible to go anywhere without running into all of his exploits. Hell, his his house, Mount Vernon, was 20 minutes up the road from where I grew up. Like it, it was just George Washington is part of the the socio DNA of northern Virginia. He's the he's a Virginia native. I mean, and now I live in Fred, uh, Fredericksburg and I'm only a mat like a mere matter of minutes away from his birthplace. So like all of these There's things, just, they
0: call him the father of our country. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. And like I've always I always just thought he was awesome. Like just knowing more about him and about about his character and the guy who played him in. Turn Washington spies is this actor named Ian Khan, who you've probably never, probably never heard of before. He was like he, he was in a couple episodes of Dawson's Creek, and he's done a few other things, right? But this dude was so dead on as Washington, it was ridiculous. And I'll give you some examples, right? So you 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 would think, like, contextually, a guy like this would probably have somewhat of a British accent, right? Because he was around British officers all the time. He was in the British Army. Um, when the French and Indian war was happening. So, I mean, it's not unlikely to think that he would, a lot of people are like, well, there's no way he was an American, but you know, you're not thinking correctly, but like either way, but it's not like overly pronounced, but also too, from all these depictions of the way that they described him historically, this dude, Ian Khan did his homework. I mean, like he must have read just tons of stuff about the way Washington was personality-wise because all these historical depictions explain him as having a low but like deep voice but almost a murmur to his voice because what it was is Washington was self-conscious about his shitty teeth so he wouldn't open his mouth all the way it's also why he doesn't smile very much and if he does it's kind of like a little like smirk and that's about it but he also had this condition called pleurisy, which is an inflammation of the lungs, which was painful to breathe out. So it makes sense that he would have kind of a low, breathy, murmury way of talking, but also too, the man like his one of his most important like f- faculties that he had was self-command of himself. And like it's it's one of those things that I've known since I was a kid about him like this is something that he always held in high regard. It's having self-control of yourself of of all of the things that you want to do, you know, controlling those urges. and like that's why when I hear about these stories about these people who are just these these drunkards who can't control their gambling at it, it's like it's like man i I've and and it was almost like subconscious. I never was like, man, I want to be like George Washington. But that's something that I've always strived to do is have control over myself. That's why I don't like drinking in excess, because I don't like the idea of being completely out of control. And... It was really cool seeing this guy portray this person that I always idolized as a kid so dead on. And he even looks like George Washington as well. Like he he looks like when if you would imagine George Washington like in real life and not like the picture that you see like on, on those paintings or like on, you know, on the one dollar bill. This is what the guy, what I would imagine to be. And he's big and he's tall. Like, Washington stood over most of his other founding father uh, peers. Like, he was a big, big commanding dude. And that's what this guy was like. And it was just, it was a really, really good series. And the fact that they took one of my heroes and, like, made him come to life was just really, really impressive.
0: Hey, Mike, have you seen uh, that HBO miniseries on the life of John Adams?
1: No, that's the one with Paul Giamatti, right? Exactly. I've been meaning to see that, and I've heard that David Morse, the guy who plays Washington, that does a
0: really, really good job, too. There you go. That's exactly where I was going because I saw that miniseries several years ago. Very impressed with David Morse. He was an actor uh, with whom I was familiar from uh, his work on uh, a doctor show called St. Elsewhere that was on about 30 years ago on NBC. And... um, uh, you know, of course, he was a much younger guy, but, you know, became aware of David Morse from then. And uh, his is because I, I have not seen um, many episodes of Turn. I haven't seen any. and um, I haven't watched a complete one, but I haven't seen any with, uh, you know, this uh, Ian Khan that you mentioned. Yeah. But I thought David Morse was on point as George Washington. I mean, even in terms of his physical appearance, and I thought um, in, in the face he really resembled George Washington. I don't know if it was the expression he put on, yeah. or you know the the costumes and the wig and all that, but I thought this guy was dead on. So I'm very impressed. I mean, I had to look up while you were talking some pictures of Ian Khan. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go look and uh, you know probably check out because I I had flipped by turn uh, one night a couple of evenings ago, and it's a show that I've been aware of. I know a bunch of people who worked on it. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, yeah, but but, you know, definitely check out John Adams, uh, yeah. particularly as a history buff. Um, you you would enjoy that.
1: Yeah, it's I, I've been meaning to watch it. Like somebody was telling me that at one point, like there's a really funny scene where uh, John Adams and Abigail Adams are like laying in bed and they're making fun of George Washington's teeth as they're <laughs> laughing. And you see their big, ridiculous, gross teeth, too. They're, they're like, they're like, oh, can you believe his teeth? <laughs> it's like their they're big gnarled teeth there yeah like it's there he is there's mc brooks what up, what I about what up? To, it said you're available and then it said you weren't available and steve made a joke that you know you know the relationship status with you and skype is complicated so well, we, you know
3: we just got facebook dating so
1: <laughs> well steve there's your answer since we're both out of touch we didn't even know that
0: that was a thing so mm, mm, mm. nope so y- young man let me ask you <laughs> what, what, what was your point about this business of loyalty to this team, oh not God. buying you any brownie points? What, what, what was that? <laughs> I just, I didn't understand the nature of the comment to begin with. As if loyalty, as if someone's loyalty to a team, whether that team is good or bad, is a search for brownie points from someone. Please explain. <laughs>
3: um, well, it, it was it. <laughs> Hang on, I'm sure re- hang on should... real quick.
1: You're listening to Yuli grilling MC on his Facebook post here on GTR Pirate. Radio.
3: <laughs> Necessary plug. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you know, me and Mike are, well, we have been extremely critical of uh, one of the sports teams in the DC area, probably the least successful. You know, in recent ways. years. There you, know, you go, throw that yeah. caveat in
0: there because yeah, they're they, actually the most successful overall.
3: Overall, yes. yes I, the I had to have the that, yes. <laughs> you know, the one that plays football. <laughs> yeah.
0: DC United. <laughs> <laughs> ah, very quick there, Mr. Monic. <laughs> well done, Steve. Well done, Steve. Okay. Yes. But anyway. anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, MC, MC, it, it was. We yeah. we've talked about this a lot, like in the last two episodes, actually of GGR Pirate Radio, we've I gone into the last two episodes. With... <laughs> so I,
3: yeah, no, it's, it's didn't okay. A chance to weigh in on that. Yeah, I mean, it li- literally, what it was was like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not part of any skins groups anymore. I'm like, I- I'm friends with a lot of people that I used to be in these groups with, but I saw like so many people. Just like complaining and doing this and that, and I'm just kind of like, what did you expect to be different this year? <laughs> like, uh, it, it, and like like, like you do all of this, and like, I mean they they basically, I was like, you guys mailed poop to their headquarters last year, and they responded by not doing anything. <laughs> like if 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 the fan, if the fan base allowing Uh, a rival team to come take over their stadium at the end of last year. The fans starting a hashtag to get uh, the GM fired. The fans, like I said before, went as far as to go through a service where they would pay like $45 to get poop mailed to your headquarters. So you have a visual representation of how fed up with fed up with them they are and they responded by doing nothing like what did you expect them like what did you expect them to be like you can stop rooting for them like if they're causing you that much if they're if you're like if you're that frustrated and you're that annoyed and you know you're all captioning every status and thing when you talk about them and you're like angry for four days straight like stop. just stop rooting for them like you know, like you don't get any like it's like you're not getting anything by continuing to stay a fan of them if they piss you off that bad yeah. and you are that discontent at how they're being run like there's thirty one other teams
0: you, you, you <laughs> don't really expect people to i mean you're you're frankly uh you are speaking very objectively about this team one of the things that I have learned about people and sports fandom is. They no, are. There so. is no objectivity <laughs> when it comes to that. at all. In fact, I'll tell you what, today, um, I happened to, today was my Martha's Table volunteer day. And uh, one of the volunteers who was uh, along with us, a guy named Brandon. Well, the first thing I noticed about Brandon was he had a Redskins shirt and a Redskins hat on. And I said, dude, you got it bad, you know. Now, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Redskins. I, I make no bones about it. Anybody who knows me, who's known me for any length of time, knows that this is the case. But... I'm also probably one of the more objective fans that you're going to meet. So anyway, I asked Brandon. I was like, man, how can you st- – because I got plenty of Redskins gear. I'm never going to wear – well, okay, I take that back. I got some Redskins uh, house pants that I'm wearing, but they're comfortable. And <laughs> I'm not going to wear them out. Hey, yeah, hey, I
3: got some for Christmas. I, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. But but I'm not actually wearing the gear out anywhere. Well, I got a couple of Super Bowl jackets, I, I and they're they're heavy jackets in the winter – you know, I, I sometimes I'll wear those, but for the most part, I'm not, I'm not pubbing them. I'm also a New York Yankees fan. And so there's plenty of, you know, victory to go around in terms of, you know, rocking the Yankees <laughs> fandom. That's a little closer to home anyway, though, but long story short. So I was asking this guy, cause I wanted to find out just how unobjective he was when it came to this team. And so I was asking him, I was like, well, okay. I mean, so, because when I, when I said, Oh, you've got it bad. He's like, Oh, man, you know, he's like, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I say, when you say we're going to be all right, what do you mean by that? And he proceeds to tell me that he thinks that we're going to right the ship this season and you know, we're going to get some guys healthy. And it's because the because we were. oh, yeah, let me tell you this. So finally, I was like, you know, I mean, my, my head was starting to hurt. Finally, I asked him, I said, OK, what do you see? The final record being how how many wins out there do you <laughs> think fortunate are for his team? This guy tells me with a straight face ten or eleven wins. I just started laughing.
3: <laughs> I was like, dude, what? Have he you said seen? this today. Yeah, yeah. Did he watch them play this year?
0: Was he on drugs? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think
0: he was on <laughs> drugs, but should yes, he be? You know, look, this was like four hours ago. I saw yeah. this guy.
1: I want to I want mean, to I want to read a a fable to you guys real quick that that is very indicative of the Washington, D.C. area, especially pertaining to uh, football fans, especially for the D.C. football team. A scorpion asks a frog to carry it across <laughs> a river. The frog hesitates, afraid of being stung by the scorpion. But the scorpion argues that it, if it did that, they would both drown. The frog considers these arguments sensible and agrees to transport the scorpion. Scorpion climbs onto the frog's back and the frog begins to swim. But midway across the river, the scorpion stings the frog, dooming them both. The dying frog asks the scorpion why it stung, to which the scorpion replies, I couldn't help it. It's in my nature.
3: <laughs>
1: the scorpion is Dan Snyder and the Washington football franchise. And the frog is every single fucking Washington football fan that continues to think that this team is somehow going to write the ship with him or Bruce Allen under control of this team it's never going to fucking happen and you're going to keep getting stung every single year and i i i if that's what you want to do with your sundays more power to you
0: well but you like know, i just i, mean, I, I can't
1: I, I can't keep wasting I, my sundays look, on this team when it's i it's worse
0: than that I, yeah. it's worse than that okay yeah. because historically if you look at the redskins i mean i saw people romanticizing the tenure of jack kent cook as the owner now look when Gibbs retired, they that's when all this stuff started, honestly. Because Richie Pettibone, the longtime defensive coordinator for that team, was elevated to head coach. Now, they didn't let him pick his own staff. He had to continue with Gibbs' staff. That was, you know, like one of the conditions for him getting that job. Now, Richie Pettibone had one year as coach. It was very forgettable. I think they won like, four games or something. I'd have to look back, but it was terrible. And from then on, I mean, and now of course the following year, they hired North Turner, but that didn't get any better. And even when Snyder first bought the team, you know, so, so there's that now um, the other side of this thing, and this is part of what I think is interesting where they are right now, because you look at the team And apparently, I mean, I didn't see the Dallas game, but apparently they haven't turned the ball over. That's not a problem. And nobody is calling for the removal of the quarterback whose play has actually been pretty solid. So, you know, this is an oddity here in D.C. Because ordinarily, people are calling for the quarterback's head. But it's been um, uh, Bruce Allen. It's been uh, Jay. Jay Gruden. That's right. As if... I mean, it's just like when they were calling for Kirk Cousins' head. It's like, oh, as if we just get rid of this one guy and everything is going to be fine. Yeah, no, right. you're, yeah. you're still yeah. in bad shape. I mean, yeah. football, more than any, is a team sport. Yep. And you got 53 guys on the roster there, not including the practice squad. And you need for all phases, offense, defense, special teams, yep. to be fired. I mean, right now, to me, The biggest problem as far as the – well, okay, the two biggest problems as far as the offense. Number one, we're missing an all-pro left tackle, you know? I mean, I don't know how in the hell – because from what I've seen, we we can't – we've been lousy on third down, and we can't run the ball. Yep. And, you know, now you start fixing those two, and they're the defensive problems too. But that's a whole other conversation. But at least fix what's wrong on third down – and be able to run the ball. But this kid out of LSU, geez, I was, you know, I mean, and, and my wife.
3: Oh, uh, guys?
0: Yeah. So she asked me because opening day, I was sitting there watching the game. And she said, oh, I thought you were through with them. I said, well, you know, I, I am. I said, but it's opening day. <laughs> I'm, and... in my, I'm, I'm in my pajama pants or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, look, look. I, I said, I, I, but I tell you what, I only watched until it stopped being interesting. <laughs> and then there was a point. Cause hey, at first it was real interesting. I was like, "Whoa, wait a second, you guys are playing pretty good." Yep. But then we got to the the third quarter, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, they they third down and they couldn't convert a third down. And I'm like, "Oh, they I see what's happening here."
1: And then that scorpion yeah. stung you again.
3: Well, yeah, oh no, then, no, no! I they, I they only off. ran six. They only <laughs> I ran. Off. I didn't watch that. Yeah, they only ran six plays in in the third quarter too, which is which should should also give you an indication. Of kind of where they were, and, and three of those plays. One of them was uh, that deep shot to McLaurin that that missed. Oh, best. Well, he was yeah, he, he was wide was wide, open. Yeah, was over, wide open. Dude was wide open, wide open. Then he overthrew him. The second one was a drop by I forget who dropped it, but someone uh, someone dropped it, and it would have been like a would have been a first down. The third one was another uh, was a was another drop. So yeah. like it, it it was yeah it was yeah, it, it was, were made. yeah. And, i mean and, and i mean like i've watched the all 22 i, I did a breakdown on facebook live the last uh, actually on that game uh the, the the tuesday the tuesday after and like what you said is exactly exactly it offensive line can't run the ball here here's the here's the the hilarious irony you know you thought there was going to be like this like the left side was going to be terrible because, you know, Trent's not there. You have Eric flowers. who has been a career failure at at the, at, in the NFL so far. And then you have the, the right side of your line, which is, Hey, these are all your guys who have been there for what? Three years now, Mm -hmm. three, four years now. And even in that Eagles game until like, until like midway through the second quarter, all of their run plays went to the right side. They didn't run a single play to the left. Because they're but, scared. They're scared. Yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah. yeah. But 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 here's the thing: on all of those running plays, on all of those running plays, any mm-hmm. any run play where they got like let's say like four or five, four to six yards on on the run play, got called back because somebody was holding. Mm, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> we got called back because someone was holding. And then there were other plays where, if if just one guy held their block. That that two yard gain is twenty five yards or 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 something like that. Like the offense hasn't even really been the, the, I mean, aside from running the ball, but the offense, like they've they've been able to put up points. It's the defense that really just they they haven't been able to stop anybody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The <laughs> defense was supposed to be the strength of the team. Yeah, yeah.
3: And, well, yeah. And, and despite the fact
0: on offense, we got all these rookies at wideout, you know? I mean oh, and yeah, that one kid out of Ohio State. I'm like, well, this, yeah. this is the truth. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? I mean, but yeah, it, the bottom line is um again, it, it talking to this totally unobjective guy, you know, who's claiming like 10-11 wins. I mean, <laughs> frankly, they'll be lucky to win 5 games at this I mean, point. I mean, they got a brutal yeah. schedule, you know. Yeah. And look, I mean, neither one of those two teams they played were pushovers. I mean, tough division
3: rivals. I mean, they're the two and, best teams in our in our division. Yeah, and yeah. Argu- and arguably two of the top teams in just the NFC period. You could and, make that
0: argument. You yeah. absolutely could. Eagles two uh, you, two years removed from having won it all. The Cowboys kind of always a threat, you know. But now you've got, and this is what cracked me up. Cause you know Monday night, this is going to be a disaster already. Oh yeah, it's this particular team. <laughs> oh yeah, horrible on Monday nights. In they front
3: are of- like t- and they're yeah. like two for fifteen in the oh, last eleven years.
0: Oh, yeah, and going up against the Bears, monsters of the midway. Because the Bears' defense is no joke, you know. I, so
3: their offenses. I'm playing them in fantasy.
0: Hey, look, their defense <laughs> though—that's what you got to really worry about. I mean, I hear what you say as far as the offense. But, but, you know, but the offense isn't playing our
3: offense. It's their defense.
0: And, and those just, guys are monsters.
3: Yeah. So it's it's going to be a rough night. And, and, yeah, and historically speaking, any every skins fans know that with if, if you are if you're an NFL offense and you are sick and just can't get going, what's your cure going against the skins? On any type of primetime game, like Jay, it won't Washington. surprise it won't it won't surprise me if the Bears drop 40 on Monday Night Football, even though they've been abysmal through the first two games, they could easily like I really feel like they could come out and just drop 45, and Trubisky will be out here looking like Dan Marino. <laughs>
2: I can see that. My buddy did just drop him in fantasy. I could totally see Tuesday morning coming in. What the heck? I just dropped him for Mason Rudolph. What? Of course he goes
0: off, right? I could see that happening. <laughs> Mason Rudolph. That on,
1: yeah. on that note, guys, let's go ahead and kick things off here. It is another wonderful episode of GGR Pirate Radio. That was our little uh, cold open that we like to do here. But it's going to be a pretty informal episode tonight. We're doing the diner. It's just friends sitting around talking about the things that we like to talk about. I've got the crew. i got all three. Of my GGR hosts with me tonight, which is great. It's been uh, been a couple weeks, but that's okay. We've got Mr. Steve Monick.
2: Hey, back in action.
1: We've got MC Brooks. Action and back.
3: <laughs> we've,
1: also, <laughs> we've also got special guest. He is the host of Fantastic Forum, which you can catch every Saturday at 4 p.m. on WERA FM. His name is Ulysses E. Campbell.
0: I'll be back.
1: guys we will be back stay tuned it's another episode of GGR Pirate
2: Radio thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio make sure you check out our website greatgeekrefuge.com for more podcasts and our awesome
0: articles
3: this has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags yeah boy